0: Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Noble, and welcome once again to the Coach Josh Conklin Show. You know, it was a beautiful day for football in Lexington, Virginia, on Saturday. Almost as beautiful as it is here in Spartanburg, South Carolina. We love our little backdrop here at Gibbs Stadium. And, Coach, uh, you know, I've I've got the stat sheet right in my hand. I, I looked at the stats, the numbers, went back and looked at the game Saturday against VMI, and every number on that stat sheet looked like a winning effort from Wofford, probably both offensively, and defensively, but 31 to 21, VMI got it where I counted on the scoreboard. So did you take a lot of positive when you back went back and looked at not only numbers, but videotape as well?
1: Yeah, no, we did. I, I think that, you know, we're one and two right now. And, and I, told our te- I told our team, you know, that's the reality of, of who we are right now. But on the flip side of that, the, the margin for us in terms of getting to, to be two and one really is not that far. Uh, We gave up three explosive plays that turned into touchdowns or that were touchdowns on defense, but offensively we ran the football and we were 11 for 18 in the past game. Uh, We moved the ball efficiently, but we couldn't score in the red zone. So everything that's correctable right now But we got to correct it, and we got to execute it a little bit higher level, especially when you're facing really good football teams, which we are going to in this conference.
0: Defensively, of course, uh, the injury bug has hit Wofford. That's that happens uh, in in big-time college football. I could go down the list, but it's only a half-hour show. There's a lot of guys banged up. You are missing a lot of key parts and pieces. The flip side is of that is you're playing a lot of younger guys that, in your words, have a very high ceiling. Kind of elaborate on that, if you
1: could. Well, we've got a lot of guys in our, in our program right now on both sides of the ball. Defensively, you're seeing them uh, more specifically than probably offensively. But uh, they're talented players, and we held our, we held our own. And I, I say held our own. We did a great job. Uh, defending those guys for the most part except really three plays and so that high ceiling when you look across the board those guys have a lot of growth which is going to be great for the immediate future meaning this season um, but also for the, 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 ne- the years to come. Uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of good things happening in our program right now. Um, our goal right now is to go see if we can get a win against ETSU uh, and we have the, the ability to do that.
0: Well when we move forward we'll take a look at the highlights from the VMI game. We will check out this weekend's matchup. The Terriers going up the road, up the mountain to visit ETSU in Johnson City. And we will have, yes, another edition of Conklin's Corner as we take a closer look at one key play during the last game. So keep it right here. The Josh Conklin Show brought to you by R.J. Rockers continues right after this. And welcome back to the Coach Josh Conklin Show. So you get out there during VMI, first of all, they'd had like seven inches of rain. Uh, and, and the field, while it looked great on TV, it was a little squishy and uh, it was kind of humid out there. Were you worried
1: at all about field conditions and guys having the right cleats on, anything like that? No, I think you talk to your defensive backs about just making sure that your feet are underneath you all yeah. the time. but. Um, it actually was in better posi- better condition than I thought. They did a really nice job, but both teams had to play with it.
0: Absolutely, and as it's turned out, both teams scored on their opening possessions. It was a very entertaining first half of football in Lexington, Virginia. First and ten, Keydets from their own twenty-eight. Pass out to the side. That's going to complete. And Tom is, is. catching a short one from Colin Ironside. Michael Jackson on the reception now goes back the other way on second and six. Head off to Brady right up the middle. Gets to the thirty-five. Pushes pile forward for another they yard. Romello Gray Brady, was the first not Terrier not to get there. Side that gives them trip wide receivers to the right. Instead, it's a handoff inside and breaking loose. It's Brighty across midfield. 40, 30, and drug down at the 32-yard oh, right line of Wofford. his hand gets the snap, looking to throw, looking right down the middle, and he is sacked. Coming in and making the step. Big number 55, 55, 55. As Wofford. Yeah, Cameron Woolery side of the shotgun back to throw, looking right. Now it's down the seam, and it's complete to Harris down to the 5, and they convert on 3rd and 18. He's going to hand off to Brady. Brady cuts left, hit at the woman. tries to stretch it over, and touchdown! The referee from Ooh. the near side signals touchdown as Brady extended the ball. Now he shifts over to the left. Wyrick in the shotgun. Takes the snap. Here comes Bulligan right up the gut. Gets maybe two, thrown backwards by the interior of the key depth defense. It almost looks like a 4 tight end receiver with the receivers that close to the line of scrimmage. Weirich's back to pass. Short one, complete, droves for the first down, dives across the 35, and they will move the sticks. Third and three, Wopper. Balls at the, their own 42 on the left hash. Walker is in the backfield next to Weyrick. They're going to option right. Weirich takes the pitch and finds the seam across midfield, cuts back, and he's hit. Into VMI territory at the 43 yard line. It's a give up the middle. Breaks loose. 30, 20. Foot race to the end zone. Ervin Mulligan. Touchdown, Terriers. 43 yards on the scamper. And Wofford's a point away from tying it up. Out there, just a freshman. All right, this time Ironside throws it to the right flat. That's going to be complete. Short gain. Brimajan, the receiver. Wide left. Ironside back to pass, had some pressure, has to dump it off short to Jackson, and he'll be brought down in the open field. And a great tackle there by Kagan Campbell, who brought him down right in front of the Terrier bench, and it's fourth down. Shotgun snap. Wyreck waiting for it. Hands off, and it's... Pitch left, and Wyrick makes a miss and gets the first down. He was trapped at about the 40-yard line, a couple of yards behind the line of scrimmage, and danced around. Warren Dabney made a miss and got a first down. Give him five yards on the play. In motion is Watkins over to the left side. Weirick and the shotgun drops back to pass over the middle. Dumps it, it's complete, and plenty of room to run for Watkins. Over the 30, into VMI territory, down to the 26-yard line. Another big, big play on third down. All again and Walker in the backfield. Weirich will throw on first down, the slant. Oh, and a catch by Jim Welsh. Oh, fingertip diving catch on the slant from the senior takes the shotgun snap he'll roll to his right cuts it back in jimmy weirich touchdown terriers from four yards out and wofford takes the lead james wells was in there to make the stop now ironside is going to be sacked all the way back at the 10-yard line coming up and making the hit there boy wofford's really gone through a lot of guys rent russell Russell, made it from a cast of hundreds so far. As Ironside is back to pass, everybody's covered and he's gonna go down again. First and ten, Terriers from their own 42. Wyrick throws out to the right flat, long throw and a complete down the sideline, knocked out of bounds. That was a good pitch and catch. RJ KO, the reception, and again to his left on second and eight. He's gonna pitch the ball again. Left side, ball hits the ground, and that's gonna be recovered by VMI, the first turnover. Of the ball game at Paris, as Tom likes to say. He's the middle of those trip receivers looking down the seam. Instead, they'll hand it off to Brady, and he's going to get a first down. He drug a couple of Terriers, leading them to the win at Cornell last week. Now he'll roll out to his right, look deep, ends out wide open, blown coverage, touchdown, BMI. Max, who was at Chrome Knox, got a chance Knox. Hard to see a six and an eight with these numbers. Either way, it's chance knocks. Yeah, either way, it's a 20-yard touchdown. They're sucking down the water in the Powerade. First and 10 Terriers, Wyrick in the shotgun. He'll throw to his right, short pass is complete. It's Ko makes a man miss and then gets, oh, he's still on his feet It gets the first down. Thought it was going to be about a five-yard gain. RJ Ko made two key dents, missed, dove across the 35 to the 36, first and 10. He'll take the snap. Hand off, sweep left, down the sideline, knocked out of bounds as Broussard, pretty good gain as he was able to turn the corner. See what Wofford can do with Walker on the right side of Wyrick and the gun, wire Weyr- will option right. Wyrick keeps, there's a scene that closes quickly. He got down to the five, it's not enough for first down yardage. Clock is still running with 52 seconds to go. The offense on the field, and they're going to go for it on 4th and 2 from the VMI 5. Nathan Walker in the backfield next to Jimmy Wyrick in the gun. Snap. Wyrick. Hands off to Walker up the middle. He did not get there. A surge from VMI. So at halftime, all tied up at 14 between the Kedets and the Terriers. Man, that that last drive that ended about a minute and a half before halftime, something like seven minutes off the clock. I know your mentality is to go
1: for it on that fourth down. What did you see there? Well, we felt like, you know, they're going to be able to score some points. Uh, that was what that's been their MO every year we played them. So I didn't feel like we could exchange, you know, field goals for touchdowns. Uh, we had such a good drive. We were running the ball efficiently and you know I thought we can get a yard and a half or two yards and if we get that we knew we had the ball coming out at halftime uh, that may completely turn that game in our favor. Going back and looking at it I would have probably done the same exact thing and, and, and gone for it again on fourth down. Uh, we've got to be able to get that but uh, it's one of those decisions that you make and, and, and you live with and I just I just felt like we need to get a touchdown off that Great drive that
0: we had. You talked a little bit also about trying to get more misdirection and maybe some less uh, predictability out of those short yardage plays. Um, Obviously two offensive coordinators, co-offensive coordinators Tyler Carlton and Dane Romero that are still kind of working through the process of play calling. Quickly if you can kind of tell us um, that collaboration and, and and the pipeline for when a play call calls comes from one of them or both of them to you. How does that process usually take place during the game?
1: Well, I mean, Dane, Dane Romero uh, is the guy that is really is really kind of collectively calling, um, calling the offense play to play. Tyler has obviously a lot of input uh, during the game planning process. And then there's also a lot of communication between those two guys and the rest of the staff in terms of the play calling. Uh, as a head coach, uh, I let our offensive coordinators do that. Uh, I'll have my input, um, but it's more big picture stuff. You know, do we need to control the clock here Um, if there's something that I'm seeing that they're doing defensively I'll communicate that to them Uh, but they're the ones that are putting all the the information together and then uh, you know calling the plays as we go through the series
0: all right 14 14 at halftime when we come back we'll see what those halftime adjustments were for both sides get you to our second half highlights right after this and welcome back to the coach Josh Conklin show brought to you by RJ Rockers I'm Jim Noble all square at halftime you know the inevitable adjustments are going to happen on both sides. Scott Walkenheim, a guy you really respect, you know he was going to tweak some things defensively. What were you guys looking to change at halftime?
1: Well, you know, I think one thing that we, we knew that they were probably going to come out um, on offense and, and give us some different looks in terms of, uh, you know, pass concepts and, and routes. Um, they, did a, they did a good job of, of running the ball uh, as the game went on, I, I thought. Uh, and then offensively, you know, defense going against their defense, it really just came about down to, you know, can we execute uh, at a higher level? Can, can we can we score in the red zone? And then what were they going to give us as far as change-ups? Uh, there's always that cat-and-mouse game, but uh, those, those were some things we were looking at.
0: All right, without further ado, your second-half highlights from BMI. Eamon Worry and Vernon are the kick returners for Wofford, and that's going to be fielded by Eamon Worry on his own, two, and he'll bring it out. Across the 20, 25, 30, Okichi Imanwuri is driven out of bounds in front of the VMI bench all the way out at the 37-yard line, right up the middle, this time a backside pursuit. Oh no, it's a great, great fake. Mulligan had it. I saw the fullback get tackled and Mulligan had the ball. How about those ball handling skills Jimmy Wire? and Mulligan's all the way into VMI territory at the... Wyrick is back to pass, steps up in the pocket, looking to go up top, wide open, but he threw it too far, oh, oh my goodness. There was not a man within 10 yards of Garrett Vernon. Okay. Ready with a handoff, bounces outside and he's got room across midfield, driven out of bounds and slung out of bounds by Donovan right. Anderson, right. but not be. Showed some strength there. Now looking to pass, going deep, slant, and it's not gonna, oh, it's complete touchdown vmi looked like it was going to be intercepted and i think just a mis- misjudgment in the backfield it's thomas on the touchdown he stopped for a very short game might have gotten two. ball come yeah, out. yeah i think wofford has wofford it yeah does have it there's your turnover tom henson there's woolery coming out with the football is cameron woolery i don't know if he stripped it out everybody here is stunned Two tight ends moved to the right side. VMI shifts over that way defensively, and Wyrick's going to run that way himself. Put the ball down. Now he'll get a yard or two. Got inside the 10, maybe to the 9, and they got to throw backwards. Snap is down. Kick is up. He got it. And that is good. So Walker Armors tags three onto the board for the Terriers. Three minutes to go in the quarter. Brydie up the middle well plenty of room up the seam 10-5 and he will zigzag his way into the end zone. Corey Brydie from 34 yards out and VMI is about to go up by two scores. Drone 42 as we kick off the fourth quarter. Weirich back to pass blitz coming from the right he sees it and hits the wide receiver Verdon just oh, close up. Oh, I thought that Verdon was gonna be able to break it. Even so, he's in the VMI territory down to the 40-yard line. Here of the fourth quarter, VMI leads Wofford by 11. Backs on either side of Wyrick. He'll hit it straight ahead. Room for Mulligan, 30. Good cut. Inside, cuts outside. Can he make one more? cut? he can, 10, down to the six-yard line before he's hauled down. 31-yard scamper for Irvin Mulligan. Back behind Jimmy Wyrick. Wyrick is under center. He's gonna sneak it and push it in in for the touchdown. Got a nice shove in the back. All right, spread formation. Walker to the right of Wyrick. Tight end Drones is in the backfield as well. It will be Walker dancing, trying to get there. He will not. VMI collapses all over Nathan Walker and denies the two-point conversion keeping the score of vmi 28 and wofford 23 that one didn't look like it had a chance out of the locker room as good teams do colin ironside takes the snap he's going to hand it off to Brady. in too much room across midfield still running 40 35 down to the 32 yard of VMI yard line of vmi 25 yards for Corey Brady on first down camden knight it seemed like against kennesaw state and now they're trying to get BMI off the field on third town. Ironside's back to throw. He's gonna throw long to the end zone, looking for Thomas, and it's broken up. That's a great defensive play by Isaiah Wadsworth. From 42, from the right hash. That is up, it's got the distance, and it is good. Boy, that was right over the right upright. Garrett Vernon is wide to the left. So is KO, empty backfield behind Weirich on third down, he drops back to pass rolls out to his right, back across his body, it's complete, Holt gave up the first down, and now he's gotta fight forward, and I don't know if he has it. He's got a good spot on he's this right side. right at the 25, the 35, so it shouldn't yeah, be he close got it. down, move five, it's still gotta be a third and long conversion, 6.48 to go, remember Wofford still trails by eight, Wyrick in the shotgun, takes a snap, looking to pass, he's got plenty of time, now he's flushed out to his right, Jimmy's still looking to throw it, now he's gonna have to run for it, hurdles a man, he got knocked out of bounds after a gain of about about Oh my, forget the fingernail. Jimmy Wyrick <laughs> gave up the whole body on that one. BMI could put the ball up here on second and nine. Yep. yep. There goes Ironside, oh! let's come to the back, the ball's loose, who's on it? Wofford's going after it, big scramble for the football. Oh my goodness, is that Ironside who got the ball back? Now the Terriers are saying they have it. It's all the way back at the 23 yard line and it's gonna be Wofford football! Drow's in motion to the right side of the formation. Shotgun snap. Wyrick's gonna throw, fakes the handoff, slant is complete, it's Welsh, all the way down to the 15 yard line. Good looking play design at a gain of 12. Yeah. To the left side of Wyrick in the backfield. Wyrick back to throw, looking on another slant. Oh, it's going to be intercepted! Oh, a crushing turnover. The ball popped out of the hands of Alec Holt, I think. It popped up in the air, and VMI's Austin White plucks it out of the air. His hand gets the snap. It's Brighty again, and he's immediately brought down for a loss. Behind the line of scrimmage, Camden Gray again swooping in to make the stop. Wofford is going to hold on to those timeouts. 2.52, clock continues to run. It is and this time he's back to throw a quarterback draw and he's stopped for close to a loss, battling back to the line of scrimmage is Ironside, but that'll bring up fourth down. Man in motion is Kowiak. Wyrick drops back to pass. He's got to step up in the pocket, he's got to get rid of it, and tripped up, I've tried to run it, tripped up after a one yard gain. Whopper has to burn a timeout here, and they do with a minute six to go. Two to the right, he drops back, throws it high. Could not connect. Jimmy Weirich. Weirich in the shotgun, fades back to pass. Steps up, and he's just got to let it fly. It's complete, but short of the first down, he got the ball out. Just had to absolutely unload it to Jim Welsh. And BMI was ready for it. And BMI will take over on downs and attempt to run out the clock. So your final score, VMI 31, Wofford 23. You look at some of these numbers and, you know, total yards, you guys were all over them, time of possession. You run the ball for 256 yards. As we said at the outset of the show, winning numbers, just not enough winning plays, I guess.
1: Yeah, no, and I, you know, I kind of like I I told the media earlier, I think it comes down to there's just a couple things it comes down to. We've got to eliminate the explosive plays on defense, and we've got to be able to score in the red zone on offense. We moved the ball efficiently. Uh, We were effective in in some of our throwing game. We were about 61% uh, completion percentage. We'd like to get that to 70. So there is a lot of good um, that, that came out of that game. Again, but it comes down to can you execute against really good teams and eliminate some of those execution errors.
0: Certainly a couple of missed
1: opportunities
0: Jimmy Werick, though, was a warrior. Uh, he still threw the ball pretty efficiently, ran the ball well. Most people don't know this. He had a thumbnail torn off his throwing hand during the second half. What did you think of his gutsy effort?
1: Well, just a, just a tough kid, a uh, tough competitor, um, set himself up to have a successful day. Uh, I thought he performed well. Uh, there's things that you know, it's never good enough, obviously in his mind or our mind as coaches, uh, but it's definitely something that we can we can build off moving forward. Uh, But I think what you said there, just gutsy competitor, uh, those were all really great things to see.
0: You know, we've talked about the defensive effort and all the guys who are being plugged in, the the young players. I really thought you guys did a nice job on Jacob Harris, too. He had an amazing catch on the same play that we actually lost Miles Richardson to injury. But still, you held him about 60 yards receiving. This is a guy who... Why possibly could be the best wide receiver in all of FCS and let Wofford up in the spring game for, for three touchdowns and about 200 yards. What was the game plan against Harris? Why did it work so well?
1: Well, we had an awareness in our, in our zone coverage where he was at all the time. I mean, we, we made a huge emphasis of that. You know, one of the game plan notes was on, you know, we can't let him, we can't let him beat us in the gotta have it plays, meaning the, the third downs uh, or at the end of the game or two minute Uh, he can't beat us Uh, we did have a a package in there where we double teamed him uh, with a safety and our nickel Um, so we did some things schematically to to try to neutralize him a little bit you're you're not going to neutralize him completely and there's sometimes where you got to you know let him go one-on-one and it just seemed like every time we went one-on-one with him they found him so uh, he's a heck of a football player
0: boy a plate here play there we could have a different story but right now of course as you said, we are what we are. Terriers 1-2, and 2, 0 and one in the Southern Conference. But another chance this week, and We'll look forward to the match up on the mountain against ETSU next. And welcome back to the Coach Josh Conklin Show. You know it. You love it. You can't live without it. I probably said that a couple of times already this season. Conklin's Corner as Coach takes an in-depth look at
1: one play from the VMI game. Play one to pull out this week uh, was our first touchdown in the first, first quarter, which was an explosive play, this this play really starts with the whole challenge that we we issued to these guys up front. Uh, that group right there, our offensive line. You know, one thing we talked to those guys about is we wanted to see uh, good flat backs. We wanted to see a defensive line getting displaced at the line of scrimmage, and we want to see them working as one unit. Uh, you know, one nickel instead of five pennies, if you will really a focus uh, going into this game and and something that we wanted to get accomplished. In this scheme right here, uh, we got nine, the call is nine track, which is an inside zone scheme, which means the offensive linemen are all going to be taking a step to their left. Uh, When you watch this play, this three technique right here, who's the guy that lines up on the outside shade of the guard, will be moving inside to the nose. And the no, or in the shade, who lines up just outside the center here, is going to move outside uh, to our offensive guard. We worked this all week, uh, they did a tremendous job up front of being able to pick this up and pass this off. As you can see here, our center does a great job of sealing uh, the defensive tackle. We do a tremendous job here of the guard and the offensive tackle uh, working the double team. You can see right here, we got him doubled. Uh, We will also now try to work up to the inside linebacker once he shows. But we want to take this double team and we want to displace this guy off the line of scrimmage. We want to get movement on that double team. It's really critical uh, to the success of our inside zone scheme. Uh, Obviously, we do that and we do create some space. And Irvin Mulligan, our running back, does a tremendous job here of just being able to hit that space at full speed. When you go to the tight. Uh, The one thing that I wanted just to kind of point out here from the tight copy, you know, when we call this track, really what we're looking for here is we're looking for A-gap to A-gap. What's going to happen to this defender right here? And we work the A-gap. You'll see the A-gap opens up. When this guy leaves, we pick it up with the double team. And then I also want you guys to watch this block right here by the tight end. Uh, Not only does he do a great job of getting himself in position to block the moving defensive end, but he also does a great job of straining to the echo of the whistle and allows us to hit that area and hit the air and and gain some real estate um, through the line of scrimmage. Irvin does a good job of hitting it, and then as you'll see, he runs through the uh, defense's arm tackle, and once he breaks that tackle, he's in space, and that's a bad thing uh, when that guy gets in space, so... Uh, did some really good things in the run game. Uh, really encouraged to see those guys come together. Uh, we're getting better every single week, and we'll continue to put it, that together with some, hopefully some explosive plays in, in the pass game uh, as well.
0: All right, good stuff there. Finally, let's look at the game upcoming on the schedule. Man, what a challenge, but what an opportunity against 4-0 and ETSU. The bucks have been rolling. They they beat an SEC team in Vanderbilt. They they win an overtime shootout against Sanford last weekend. They've got experience. They've got size. They've got a lot of transfers, and you haven't played them in two years, so you don't have a lot of tape on them. Other than that, no no problem this weekend, right?
1: No, that's right. Uh, <laughs> they um they, they'll pose a lot of problems for us. Um, you know they they do a great job offensively and defensively. That they've been one of the best, in in my opinion. Uh, they know what they're doing, and so. You know, I, I think for us, though, uh, again, if we can put together another really good game plan, go up there and execute it, uh, any game we play in the Southern Conference, uh, I think is, is, it's, it's going to come down to a margin of error that's really slim. It doesn't matter who we play. Uh, it'll be a heck of a battle up there. Uh, we expect to be a heck of a game. Um, we know they'll get their, uh, we know we'll get their best, and, and hopefully they'll get our best as well. And, and lastly,
0: judging by some of the results from around the conference uh, the first couple of weeks, it's a distinct possibility that one loss might not win this conference. It could be that much parity, and you might get uh, some two-loss teams in there. It's a little early to talk about that,
1: but that's why every game means so much, doesn't it? No, it really does, and you know, I, I mean, in terms of the conference, it's, it's so wide open. I think you've got good teams top to bottom. And, you know, we were talking to Scott Walkheim about that before the game. Just we got really good coaches. we got good players. Um, It is the Southern Conference, and it's a really good caliber of football right now. So it's a lot of fun to coach in, and um, it'll be more fun when we can get a win here. Well, we appreciate your time as always. Uh, Things are moving in the
0: right direction. You can just kind of feel that around this program right now. So we appreciate your time. Best of luck at ETSU. All right, and we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us here, and we will see you next week on the Coach Josh Conklin Show, brought to you by R.J. Rockers.